0: Miami Dolphins fans have seen a whole lot of Miami Dolphins head coach, Mike McDaniel, between hard knocks and his latest press availability. There's lots of ground to cover a lot of updates on coach. We're going to give them to you here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins.
1: You are locked on Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. I am your host, Cal Krabs, a lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, host of Locked On Dolphins, co-host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Appreciate you guys for checking out the show. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It is your team every day, so shout out to our everydayers who are plugged in with us as we take our latest deep dive into the Miami Dolphins. Today's episode of Locked On Dolphins is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code NFL for $20 off your first purchase on last-minute tickets. Lowest prices guaranteed. What a time to be a Dolphins fan, first of all. And as a sidebar before we get into Mike McDaniel, uh, Dan Marino went on the fish tank with Seth Levitt and OJ McDuffie, and if you have not taken the time to enjoy Dan the Man with OJ and with Seth on the fish tank, uh, it is everything that you possibly dreamed it could be. Like the last forty-eight hours of Miami Dolphins content that's been out there and available is uh, it's a treat. I would just say that, but a uh, little bit of hard knocks from last night that uh, we'll weigh in on specifically one portion as far as how the the Dolphins addressed their collapse against the Titans. Uh, that really stood out for a lot of people in a positive way. Uh, But Mike McDaniel spoke to the media about an hour ago as I'm sitting down to record this Wednesday episode of the show. And uh, one of the really insightful questions that he was asked in the press availability was uh, the lessons that this team had learned from each of their four losses. And I thought it was really insightful from coach. And I thought it was a great question. So I wanted to just take a minute and acknowledge what McDaniel said about the team's four losses and um, how I think it bodes well for what is coming next. And I've already done the crossover recording with Marcus Moser of Lockdown Cowboys, but it's a big-time matchup on Sunday and a huge opportunity for the Dolphins to check a lot of boxes, including punching their postseason ticket formally, uh, including taking one step closer to clinching the AFC East Division, um, dispelling some narratives. There's a whole lot that is at stake for the Dolphins. And we'll, we'll talk about the Cowboys largely on the crossover Thursday. And then again, on Friday, but in the here and now McDaniel was asked what he learned from the four losses. And what he said about the Buffalo game was it changed the way that the Dolphins have practiced all season since that loss. And he talked about coming off of a 50 point margin of victory and not that they were unprepared uh, for the game against the bills, but it. a game like that, you go from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows. And I do think the 70 point outburst from Miami against the Broncos in week three, um, I don't want to say you're fortunate that you lost, lost the game immediately after that, but uh, it it really became. And I I've even observed this as recently as a few weeks ago, kind of this um, unrealistic threshold that this offense is sometimes expected to reach in any given game. And for Miami to come back off of that, to post 393 yards and 20 points or whatever it was. um, I I certainly think there's a healthy foil in contrast between what you did the week prior versus what you did in week four. Mike McDaniel said as such, he said this team changed the way it practiced after that practice, after that game for the rest of the season. Uh, about Philadelphia, he talked about sometimes you go on the road and you play a good opponent and sometimes you just get beat. And it was a big game experience that th- this team uh, kind of got a taste of, you know, the Bills game was a, a one o'clock kickoff that they lost the first game. this was this was a primetime football game against the defending NFC champions. And Philly was playing a really good ball at the time. you know they have not played such good ball the last few weeks. But nevertheless, they they had the best record in football for an extended period of time. And the Dolphins, uh, you, you caught the Eagles off a loss, and the Eagles made a few plays late in the game. Uh, Mike talked about the the Kansas City game being a game in which uh, there was some pressing from players. I'm curious how much of that he's alluding to Tyreek Hill, just based off of Hill playing against the Chiefs and trying to make plays. Um, uh, it was not the performance standard that we've come to expect for Tyreek Hill by any means. Uh, but nevertheless, the whole team, he talked the, the chiefs game was the loss that, that affirms you guys haven't accomplished anything that you've stated is your goals yet. You got to really buckle down. And then he talked about the Titans game and the lesson of the Titans game being, um, where your attention is at, at every given moment is important because of how quickly things can turn on their head and change on you if you're not careful. And that's exactly what Mike McDaniel was, was speaking about uh, when that he alluded to 14 points or 15 points in four minutes. And I think you look back there's a retrospect with hard knocks that I think paints the, the picture for each week and the themes of the week in a fascinating fashion for Miami. And you know, you, you go back and you watch the hard knocks that came the night after the dolphins lost that game. And you could kind of see the foreshadowing. And credit the hard knocks and and HBO for filtering through all of the footage that they collected to be able to weave together that story. But if the end result for Miami and Mike McDaniel, again, alluding to this hard knock speech that we'll talk about in the second, in the third segment, talked about the loss to Tennessee being the best thing that ever happened to them. And why, because they were going to make it that way. Um, If the fruits of that is the kind of effort that you got against the Jets the second time around, you might be on to something. And, of course, now you have a ticked-off Dallas team coming into town fresh off of getting their tails kicked uh, by the Buffalo Bills. So that's a fascinating layer to what is next for the Miami Dolphins on Christmas Eve. Now, we're going to talk about some injury updates that Mike McDaniel gave us. That is next here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. So stick with us. Football watching is always more fun when you've got a little something in your game yourself. So I got to check out Prize Picks, the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. The easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports because it is you against the house instead of you against thousands of other players, including pros and sharks. You pick more or less on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. If you can call it correctly, hit a six player stat projection on prize picks, you can get 25 times your money as your return on investment. So if you like big winnings, prize picks got something for you. They have also every sport that you could possibly imagine. They have just about every stat projection that you could possibly think of all available for you to pick for your prize pick selections. And you can make a selection in just a few taps on your phone. And they also accept Apple pay. So you can constantly make sure that you are in the game. So go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match of up to $100. That is prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL and use code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match of up to $100.
1: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: So the list for Miami of injuries uh, that we are keeping an eye on offensively starts with Tyreek Hill, obviously. Uh, Austin Jackson is in this conversation. Liam Eikenberg is in this conversation. Robert Hunt is in this conversation. You didn't get updates on all of them. And then defensively, you you have, uh, most notably, the safeties in Deshaun Elliott and Javon Holland. Uh, McDaniel was first asked about Tyreek Hill and asked about Javon Holland. And there's a pretty good foil between the two. Uh, McDaniel said that Tyreek Hill will not practice on Wednesday, but that is no indication of any lean towards where Tyreek Hill is going to trend as far as playing in week 16. Read between the tea leaves. Mike McDaniel on Monday said, if a player worked out before the game, they were close. Tyreek Hill worked out before the game. Drew Rosenhaus has also come on the, the news and talked about how the decision to sit out against the Jets gives it a better likelihood that there's no reaggravation of that injury uh, down the stretch as the team pursues their big-picture goals. It doesn't guarantee that the ideas that he plays against the Cowboys I fully expect them to play against the Cowboys. The other one that Mike was asked about in the first salvo of questions was Javon Holland. And he was asked if Javon Holland is ready to graduate from limited participation in practice to full participation in practice, which if you're full participant, one would assume that trends towards you being all the way back and and being ready to play on, on game day. And he alluded to Javon Holland being one of those players who is very aggressive in attacking whatever it is that he needs to attack. And that in the case of Javon Holland, the Dolphins are protecting Javon from himself from doing too much too soon in a pursuit of getting back on the football field. Now He didn't really give an answer to the question, which I think puts it a little bit more in up in the air. As far as what the actual fate of Javon Holland is going to be for the Dolphins in week 16 against the Cowboys. Uh, So that's not great or straightforward news, but nevertheless, it is an update on Javon Holland. If you're looking for better news, uh, Javon or, or Mike McDaniel was asked about Deshaun Elliott and he's in concussion protocol. And Mike said that Deshaun Elliott is not cleared. From concussion protocol yet, but he is actively participating in the process of getting cleared, which effectively reads he's going to be a participant in practice. And if there are no negative setbacks as a result of that, then he will be out of concussion protocol in time to play against the Cowboys, which I think would be a win. You, know, you, you certainly look at Miami and their offense, and there's a lot of likable dynamics to Miami and how their offense matches up against Dallas, uh, you look at how Buffalo ran the ball. You look at John Hankins and his injury, and their replacement player inside is Mozzie Smith, and he has not performed particularly well this season. And the Cowboys are down a bunch of linebackers, and their starting safety, Malik Hooker, is out. So the the middle of this defense is is really ravaged, and they've also struggled with defending motion, and no team motions more than the Dolphins. So there's these uh, kind of pillars that you look at, and you say, hey, this spells out to be a good matchup for Miami in this case, in that case, and so on and so forth. But when Dallas has the ball, uh, getting a player like Deshaun Elliott back on the back end, player who's gotten all the reps that he has in this defense, especially as this defense trends to be more, I don't want to say exotic, but the menu's bigger. The menu continues to grow and give the Dolphins more avenues and more pathways to playing and more ways that they can attack you. And having the experience back there, I think, would be really helpful. Now, I am curious how much of the traveling Jalen Ramsey element uh, was perpetuated by the inexperience at safety where they wanted the player to move to ensure you didn't have breakdowns in communication versus how much of it was their game plan versus how much of it is that's the next evolution of the defense. Who knows? But if Deshaun Elliott's back, and it seems like we are trending towards Deshaun Elliott being cleared out of concussion protocol comfortably by the end of the week, then I think that just puts that much more on your plate of what you're capable of doing if you want to defensively against Dallas. Um, A few injuries on the other sideline that I think are worth noting. We mentioned John Hankins, Jonathan Hankins, who's a nose tackle interior run defender for the Cowboys. Uh, the other trench player that is hurt, that is something to watch, is Zach Martin, uh, who is one of the best offensive linemen in football. He is an all-pro caliber guard, and he took, I believe, it was a helmet to the knee against uh, the Bills, And it injured his quad. And if Zach Martin is out, uh, that looms as a big area for the Dolphins to attack. Now, Mike McCarthy, and this was as of yesterday, uh, said he will definitely have a chance to play this week with his quad injury, but it's a deep bruise on his quad. Um, So whether Rob Hunt plays for Miami, whether Zach Martin plays for Dallas, there's a couple of guys that could really linger and tilt this trench advantage one way or another. So uh, that's just some of the injury updates coming into this week, 16 matchup dolphins hosting the Cowboys on Christmas Eve. Of course the dolphins at home, that's a big advantage, particularly uh, you would imagine during the holidays, although the dolphins lost their their, uh, their holiday game last year when they lost to the Packers, although there were some injuries that, that perpetuated that loss for the dolphins. So, um, let's talk about hard knocks. Mike McDaniel and his speech and his address to the team uh, has really earned him a lot of glow on social media. And we'll, we'll talk about why here next on locked on dolphins. If you're thinking of heading down to the game on Sunday, but you're somebody who's spontaneous, I got good news for you. Game time has you covered for your game day tickets. They are obsessed with finding you ways to save money on your tickets. The Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase because you can get upfront pricing. So there's no surprises when you put tickets into your shopping cart and go to checkout. You can see the sight lines and the view from your seat while you are browsing for tickets and you can check out on your phone with just a few taps and have your tickets delivered directly to your front. They also give you zone deals where you can pick the section and GameTime will pick the seats and you can get an additional 18% savings on average with those zone deals on GameTime. Download the GameTime app to take the guesswork out of buying tickets. Create an account. Use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first first purchase. That is the GameTime app. Create an account and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices
1: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: So Hard Knocks uh, started with Mike McDaniel at four in the morning on Tuesday morning after the Monday Night Football loss. Uh, sitting in his office, watching the tape, and he's listening to some angry early stage Eminem. And Butch Berry comes in, and they have a conversation about you know uh, what happened, and reflecting on what happened. And then there's some stuff in between. Shout out to to Mary is Bananas, or, or I think that's her social media name. The the teacher down there in Miami. He's got all the kids, all their third grade kids all riled up. They made an appearance on Hard Knocks, too, so that was super cool. But McDaniel um, addresses the team out of the loss against Tennessee and says, we're going to take 20 minutes, and we're talking talk about this game. And he talked, and he took direct responsibility. One of the things, he said, we lost this game for 15 different reasons. It's about as complete of a team loss as I've ever been, been around. And he started with himself. He said, I made some you-know-what play calls. He referenced the fade down in the red zone, in the low red zone, when they you know, caught cover zero and tried to throw a fade to Cedric Wilson. Talked about being a low percentage play. We've talked about that play call, even though it worked against the Chargers, and even though they could have had it against the Jets the first time, uh, but Tyreek had the ball slip through his fingers, it's still a low percentage play. Case in point, Mike McDaniel called it a, uh, crappy, and I'm paraphrasing, play call. He said, that's going to happen sometimes. Just like you're going to have bad plays, I'm going to have bad play calls, but I'm going to face it head on. I'm going to learn from it, and that's what makes me man. And, I, and I'm paraphrasing for Mike McDaniel here, but that's the theme and the gist of, of the messaging to the players to help everybody take their individual ownership of what happened. And he said, I made some bad play calls and now I've got my quarterback who is pressing to make up for me and my mistakes. And it was just this great embodiment of personal accountability for Mike McDaniel. And he talked about how uh, adversity is opportunity. And that's not just coach speak, but that's his own personal life experience. And, you know, you transition to the practice field and the way the team responded i thought was the coolest thing where you, you could tell mike mcdaniel the previous week was talking about how the guys needed to to kind of kick up practice gear a little bit that was not the case against the jets and i think mike mcdaniel's messaging to the team was a really important element of this team kind of taking head on what happened the team you know i know i got on the post game and i was pretty direct i'm like i'm embarrassed they should be embarrassed. McDaniel himself described what happened as embarrassing and humiliating. So on national television, you lost, you blew a 14-point lead with four minutes left. It was factual. And the fact that they they're willing to say it out loud to each other and attack it, I think bodes well for them actually carrying some lessons out of this game. And sustain, there's a chance that they sustain this. Now, you're going to have to continue to get healthier if you're going to want to make the run everybody thinks this team is capable of making. There's no question. you got to get healthier. Of course, you're going to have to win a few more games to make sure you're playing home playoff games before you even get to the postseason. But you got Dallas first. And if the Dolphins are really able to harness and retain Based off Mike McDaniel's messaging, the hard lesson that you learned, courtesy of how things went off the rails for you against the Titans, I think they're going to have a really good chance to do it. And that is a testament to Mike McDaniel and the elements of who he is that is not the mad scientist on the sideline talking about how they're going to get a one-play scoring drive and anticipating what kind of coverage the Jets are going to give you and anticipating that the shot played to to Jalen Waddell was going to hit, which was also on hard knocks. And that's a great part of Mike McDaniel. But the more I do this and the more I'm in this space, it's beyond the X's and O's. It's the CEO. It's the people person elements of a head coach that allow them to tick. And through adversity, Mike McDaniel on hard knocks had his best elements shine. And that's not something that should be overlooked. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Locked On Dolphins. It is your team every day, so keep it locked in right here on the Locked On Network. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Make it a great rest of your day. We're back tomorrow for Crossover Thursday. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you are too. I'm Kyle Krabs, and I'm out here. Fins up.